everyone and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about five tips that you can do to increase and better your sex life, especially when you're already in a relationship. So I know that many of you watching who are probably in long-term relationships probably feel that, you know, after that honeymoon stage wears off and you get very familiar and comfortable with the person you're with, the sex starts to get a little bit, not boring or bad, but it just gets a little bit repetitive because you're so used to that person and you've seen them in all their angles. You've done every position. You've had sex a lot of times together. So you're very, very used to that person and the sex can come, can become a little bit routine based. And I myself definitely know this. Uh, my partner and I have been together for almost four years now and it's very normal. This is what happens when you get into a long-term relationship. And it's very exciting in the beginning of a relationship when you are in that honeymoon period and you're exploring each other's bodies for the first time. You're figuring out what each other likes and the sex is amazing and really hot and off the charts. But, you know, as that honeymoon stage wears off and you get really into, you know, one, two, three, four, ten years down the track, it can start to get a little bit repetitive with the same person. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys some tips um, that you can use to spice up your sex life. Tip number one, add some toys, add some sex toys in, add some vibrators, add some handcuffs. I don't know, whatever it is, but add something in that you don't normally have in your sexual routine. Um, A way that I really like to do this is take your partner and go to a sex store. And I know that can be a little bit daunting if you've never really been to a sex store before and you might feel a little bit embarrassed or nervous, but honestly, sex stores are one of the most positive and fun places to be. All the staff there are amazing and they want to help you out and they want you all to have orgasms. So it's a really fun, safe place to be. And it's a really fun date to have, you know, with you and your partner, like go to the sex store, look at all the things that are available and pick out some things to try. You might find something that you're curious about and that you thought, you never would try before, but seeing it, you want to give it a go. Um, I know there are so many things available at the sex store and it can just be fun. Even if you don't buy anything, it's just a fun way to incorporate some sexualness into your relationship as a fun date. But add some toys into the bedroom, go buy a vibrator, go buy a cock ring, like a vibrating cock ring, Um, buy a butt plug, incorporate some butt play. I don't know, whatever it is, just figure out what you want to try and add it into the bedroom because Yes, sex without toys is amazing and I definitely recommend making sure that you actually do enjoy sex without having to use a vibrator or any toys or anything like that. But if you can, why not add some more fun? Now, I myself use a lot of sex toys with my partner and we don't use them every time we have sex, but when we do, it's just a really fun way to spice it up and have some fun. Um, I have all sorts of sex toys from dildos to vibrators. I've got, you know, the big Hitachi One vibrator. We have got butt plugs. But if you're really new to sex toys, just get something little. Like, for example, this is a little rabbit vibrator that I got from the sex store, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Now, if you are listening, um, you might want to head over to the YouTube so you can see what this is. But this is a really, really great intro sex toy. Um, It's a clitoral vibrator, so you can still use it when you're being penetrated. Um, And it's got a little handle here so you can hold it and then, you know, hold it down here. And you can use it in most sex positions. It's not really going to get in the way. So something like this is a really great starter toy. Um, because it's so discreet, it's so little, and it's a great way to just boost a little bit of pleasure in the bedroom. Um, Clitoral vibrators are a really great way to just spice up the sex life, especially if you've never used them before. So that's tip number one. If you really want to spice up your sex life, go to the sex store, have a shop around, have a day out of it, and buy some toys. Tip number two, change up the location. I think we can all agree that, you know, when you've been in a relationship so long, usually you'll have sex on the bed. It just kind of becomes a bit routine, you know, depending on how often you have sex a week. But, you know, when it gets to that time of the night or the morning, you know, you just have sex on the bed. So the bed kind of becomes this place of sex. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love having sex on a bed. It's the reason most people have sex there in the first place. It's great for sex. But 
If you are finding that your sex life is becoming a little bit routine-based or a little bit boring, changing up the location is a really great way to do it. Have sex on the couch, have sex in the shower, have sex on the kitchen counter, or you know, go for a date and then have sex in the car somewhere. It's just a really fun way to incorporate a bit of change. And when you're in a change of scenery, you aren't really thinking that you're part of your routine. So it's a bit exciting, it's a bit new. And that's a really nice way to incorporate some new exciting things into your sex life when you've been with someone for so long. Also, when it comes to car sex, for example, some people really get off on the idea of public stuff. Now, you might not be wanting to have, you know, sex in a public place where you can actually get caught, but, you know, going to a really remote place and having sex in the car, it just kind of adds a bit of a thrill to it. You know, someone could walk past, you know, you're in a cramped place, it's sweaty, it's hot. It just kind of brings back a little bit of that excitement of not only being caught, but also the excitement of feeling like you're a teenager again. I mean, I think we can all agree that when we were teenagers or when we were in our early 20s, we all probably had sex in cars at some point because that's the only place we could have sex. I know I've had my fair share of having sex in a car um, for those exact reasons. And it was so fun. There was something so like innocent. I know it's sex, but there was something so innocent about having sex in the car. It made you feel young and careless and and like carefully, you had nothing else in the world that mattered besides being in that moment. So having sex in a car can be a really fun way to spice up things in your relationship, especially, you know, if you're married or if you've been with this person for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, you know, if you're into your elderly age, still go try and have sex in a car, obviously be responsible, but you'll be surprised at how fun it can be just by changing up the location of where you have sex. Tip number three, incorporate massage and more sensual play. I know Sex can be fun in all sorts of ways. And if you like it rough and hard, that's great. I also enjoy that. But if you do that all the time, or if, you know, you do the same few things every time, you know, you start with the same foreplay and you go into the same positions every time, of course, it's going to get a little bit mundane and a little bit boring and routine. So incorporate something new like massage or something sensual, light the candles, set up some music, you know, dim the lights, play some beautiful music and, you know, give your partner a massage and, I don't mean just give them, you know, five minutes of a massage and then go straight into fucking them. I mean, give them like a 20 minute massage, use a really nicely scented oil, make them feel special, you know, make them feel so relaxed and at ease. And the sex is going to be next level because when you incorporate sensual play like massage, like oils and candles and music and all of this sensory play, you've got all of your senses being hit. You know, you've got your sight, your smell, your hearing, um, your taste, all sorts of things being, being hit. So it just creates a much more well-rounded sexual experience and it makes people often relax and get out of their heads a lot more too. So if you don't really ever do this, I invite you to try it. My favorite type of oil is almond oil. You can get that from any health food store. I think you can even get it from um, supermarkets, but it's a really nice oil and it's safe um, for genitals. Um, and it works really well as a lube actually too. And it smells and tastes amazing. So you can still give oral when you're using this almond oil. But, you know, give your partner a massage, take turns giving each other a massage, use your body to massage them. You know, if you're a woman, like I do this sometimes, like use your boobs to massage your partner and like just feel how slippery and wet everything is. And it's a really big turn on just to like use your bodies and slide and slip around with each other. Um, but incorporate some of this sensual play. So massage, make them feel really relaxed, you know, light the candles, play some music and change up what you would normally do and be intentional about the way that you're having sex this time. You know, rather than just doing the deed like you normally do, put some intention behind, you know, schedule out a time where you can take, you know, an hour, two hours, even three hours if you want to, where this is going to be all about sex and pleasure for you and your partner. So, you know, block out that time and really be intentional about it and don't feel like you have to rush. Take your time and just really enjoy the moment. 
Tip number four is take orgasm off the table. Don't even think about having an orgasm. Don't have sex to both achieve an orgasm. Stop thinking about it in general and don't even try to have that be your end goal. Just explore your body, explore your partner's body and explore each other's bodies together without being focused on getting everyone off. So what I mean by that is, you know, don't give head and then go straight into sex and then try to come as fast as possible or try to get your partner off as fast as possible. Really take your time, spend some time in those positions. You know, if you're like, I mean, ladies, if you're giving your partner head, really take your time to tease him and explore every inch of him, you know, explore his asshole if he's okay with that or if you're both okay with that. You know, lick every single crevice of his body, like really tease him and draw it out, edge him. Edging is where you kind of build up to kind of like a seven, just say an orgasm's a 10, you want to kind of build up to like a seven and eight and then kind of come back down. So you never really want to get to the point of an orgasm, but you want to like really bring that sexual energy up. So edging is also a really fun thing to do with this. But when you're not so focused on having an orgasm and you're curious, you know, bring back that curiosity that you had in the beginning of the relationship when you'd never had sex before. I mean, if you think about the first times you've had sex with someone, it's fun, it's exciting, it's new, and you're curious about this person's body. You want to see what turns them on. You want to see what gets them off. Bring that curiosity back. And if you take orgasm off the table, you have time to explore this person's body and you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to get them off in a certain time and you're not making it a goal thing to achieve. So just take your time, however long it takes, and just really explore each other's bodies and see what pleasure you can bring to them without even giving them an orgasm. See just how much you can make them squirm, how much you can make them want you without making them come. It's just a really fun little way to change things up a bit. Step number five is try out some fantasies and kinks. Now this step does require some more communication. So if you have any fantasies or kinks that you haven't told your partner about, I really invite you to get to a place where you're comfortable to talk to them about it. You know, no one's going to judge you. Kinks are a safe space. So if you have a kink and it's a healthy kink, and what I mean by not a healthy kink is I mean, you know, something like pedophilia, something like that is not a healthy kink, right? And that's not really what we would describe as a kink. Healthy kinks are things like bondage, BDSM, um, water sports, um, pegging, all sorts of things like that. Something that's a little bit more taboo, that's not really common in mainstream sex, but you really want to try it out anyway. It could be threesomes, it could be group sets, but whatever it is, you've got to chat to your partner about it. You know, I myself have fantasies of, um, of gangbangs. I always have, and I have really, um, I have a big bondage kink. So I love the idea of being tied up in sex and, you know, being used because I feel like I'm quite in control in my normal life and I'm quite in my head a lot. So for me, sexually, I like to be out of my head in the bedroom. So for me, the bondage really allows me to be in that submissive role and let my partner be completely dominant over me and make all the decisions. And I love that. So that's my personal kink. So we explore that all the time. So if we use handcuffs or toys again or things like that or different positions and you know my partner and I um, are ethically non-monogamous so we have you know group sex experiences with other couples or other people together so I really get to explore my fantasies through that and so does he but I mean whatever your fantasy is just chat to your partner about it because they might have the same fantasy too or you never know they might be really open to trying it because they want to see you pleasured and be turned on so I really invite you to just start thinking about what your kinks might be what fantasies you do have voice them to your partner in a really healthy way. And in a healthy way, I mean, if your partner is not into it at all, then you still need to be respectful of their opinion. But try to explain to them how this is something that's going to really turn you on. It's something that might make you closer as a couple and you really want to feel safe enough with them to explore it. 
if it's a hard no for your partner and they don't want to do it at all, let's just say you want to do group sex and they are just not into it, don't try and push them into it because that's not a healthy way to have this conversation. But you can start opening up these conversations and maybe having some compromises on things that you might want to try. I mean, if you're a woman, your partner might want you to peg him. Um, you never know. A lot of men are actually really into that. Or, you know, a little finger in the ass or a rim job or something like that. Something that they might be too nervous to ask you about because it's a bit taboo and it's not really accepted. And there's a lot of stigma around things like that. But when you have these conversations, you open up the door to actually explore what these kinks and fantasies might be with your partner. And then you can start to act on them and play on them and always start really slow and like lead up to it and make sure you have lots of communication and implement all these boundaries and just continually talk about it. But when you can start to actually introduce your sexual fantasies and kinks into the bedroom, it's going to spice things up so quick because rather than doing the same routine sex that you always have, you've got something completely new that you yourself are very curious about and you get to share that with your partner in a really healthy and safe, in a safe way where you're both getting off on it. Like how much more fun can you have than that? So those are my five tips to spice up your sex life, especially when you are in a long-term relationship. Make sure with all of these that you guys communicate as a couple and make sure that everyone's on the same page and that you both are willing to try all of these things. But give it a go and you'll be surprised at how much more fun sex can be when you try these things out. And until then, I'll see you in the next episode.